0: Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink.
1: What is up? Welcome back to Tomahawk. I am your host, Rob Fox, joined as always by Dan Holloway. And uh, we have a lot of happy stuff to talk about today because it was a good week
0: of Braves baseball. Um, yeah, I mean it's been a good year of Braves baseball so far. I guess they had one brief bad stretch there, um against the Astros.
1: Where they like blew
0: games too. Mm-hmm.
1: It wasn't even like they just got dominated. They just kept choking away leads.
0: Yeah, they were up in at least two of those three losses, which is kind of disappointing, but is what it is. Yeah.
1: Uh but yeah, it's been a good it's been a good uh months so far a good season so far the braves i believe have the second best record in baseball right now only to the rays who are playing you know goddamn out of their minds mm-hmm. so what are you gonna do they're not in no. our league anyway so i don't really fucking care
0: no and i don't really uh I, you know honestly i don't give a shit about regular season success in general but um i the, care
1: about winning the division
0: yeah winning the division is important but i i
1: But I don't care about having the best record in the league necessarily. I mean, I like it for, it's good for home field. So I'll I'll say I'll care about having the best record, but not so much that it's like that I'm going to obsess over it. Mm. And you know, if hockey's taught us anything, it's that winning the President's Cup or trophy doesn't mean a guy. It is the most. I think in hockey, there's like they they say it's a curse, right? Like winning the president's trophy is a, a kiss of death.
0: I mean, in the Eastern Conference for sure. I don't know about yeah. the. I don't know that it's been a big problem in the Western Conference, but the Lightning and now the Bruin, the the Lightning, two years in a row, got bounced.
1: I believe the Blues lost in the first round when I was a kid after winning the like in eighth grade or something after they won the president's. Were trophy they? As
0: well. Were they in the? Because the conferences got realigned. At they've some been in point. the West the whole time. West the whole time. Yeah. Um, but the Bra- the only thing that really, when I look at the Braves overall, they're they're having to use um, certain people in the bullpen way too much. Like, I think A.J. Metter's on pace for 84 appearances right now, and that's not good.
1: Not fucking ideal. Um, we'll talk about that in, yeah. in a minute because there is, I guess, some relief coming, no pun intended. Yeah. But, uh, uh,
0: and then the home record has not been very good either, but they've played, um, you know, I think an extra four-game series on the road so far. And they started out on the road when they were hot. They just haven't put it together at home yet. So we'll see how no, that goes. And they've
1: had some bizarre situations at home where, like, they got swept by the Astros at home. Mm. And then um, they lost three of four to the Padres at home. But then... Uh, swept
0: them. Yeah. Well, I guess they won four out, three out of four in San Diego. After uh, that. I think
1: they won two out of three. But either way, they beat the Padres in San Diego. Right? So it was just kind of... I don't really put much stock yeah. in home and road record unless one is, like, truly awful. Um, yeah, and I don't really put much stock in road record, regardless, because I think that is an especially like fluky, lucky thing. If you have like mm-hmm. an elite road record, like I, it's good to be good on the road, especially for the playoffs. But like, it's not like you don't have some special skill where you're better at winning in Seattle than yeah. other teams. You know what I mean? Like, I, I
0: don't understand it in, in the NBA, to be honest. Is the one that really cause it. The effect is more measurable in the NBA than I think any other sport other than maybe college football, the home, the, the home field or home court advantage. In,
1: in college, I, both college sports, the home advantage is insane. But if, in, yeah. as far as pros go, it really feels like it's just the NBA. Because mm. what fucking NFL stadium ever – I mean, the Arrowhead maybe? Arrowhead or maybe Se-
0: Seattle in the mid-2010s was yeah. pretty tough. The twelfth man bullshit, but yeah, you don't see that much in baseball, to be honest. No. I mean, usually no. it's usually it's home team fans fucking over the home team, like <laughs> Steve Bartman and shit.
1: I it's I mean, you get a little they get a little bit pumped up. I mean, certainly it's not easy to go into like
0: I mean, you get the last at bat. That there's yes. an actual tangible benefit. Uh and in hockey you get the last uh line change and shit. So I guess there, to some degree there's a tangible benefit there, but football you don't know, get shit. You still gotta flip a coin, you know. Right. So I don't know what that's all about. At any rate, uh, it doesn't hurt that we have the two best players in baseball on our team right now. And you can say whatever you want about people that are more talented than, or as talented or more talented than one or both of these guys, but performance uh, has been the best for these two so far.
1: And Well, personally, I don't think, aside from Shoei Otani, that you could make an argument that there's anyone – more talented than Ronald Acuna Jr.? Mm. Certainly, mentally, you could. Right. On mental mental side of the game, you could make a case yeah. for a lot of people. But in terms of physical gifts and the ability to apply those physical gifts, you know, it's not like there's athletes who, who are freaks but just can't even. It, that, I, and that's not even like a mental side of the game. It's like they just can't even
0: fully apply themselves. Like Billy Bean was like that. He couldn't handle the pressure. Yeah. and like he was a he was a legit five tool guy i mean that's kind of what the whole moneyball thing was about um but yeah there's been there's been lots of players like that over the years right. ultra talented but they just can't get it together
1: and that that but that and that becomes before like when i say mental i mean like film and situational mm-hmm. not necessarily like handling pressure or even just being able to execute like so acuña to me is there's no one more talented than him in baseball with the exception of atani because atani is a freak um, but, yeah, Acuna and Sean Murphy currently lead the Major League Baseball in F.R. Fangraph's wins above replacement. Uh, with Acuna's got 2.0. Sean Murphy has 2.1. This is as of uh, this morning, so that includes yesterday's game in which uh, I believe Murphy had an RBI and Acuna had a fucking – was Acuna's home run yesterday? That fucking dong, or was that two days ago? Uh,
0: Two days ago. I think yesterday was the – Ozuna four fifty footer.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. Ozuna's got three in his last four, but I don't really want to talk about him
0: yet. No, I don't care about him.
1: Um, that these guys both, by the way, I checked. So the first thing I did was like, okay, these guys are leading batters. Then I checked pitchers. Uh, Zach Gallen of the Diamondbacks also has two uh, wins above replacement as a pitcher, so he is the only other player with two. Um, but I was like, oh, you know what? It's obviously not fair to just take Otani hitting or Otani pitching, so. What has he racked up in both of those? And Otani is a hair behind at 1.9. Mm. So these guys are both out producing Shoei Otani right now. Um, Zach Gallen's the only guy. I mean, Zach Allen is probably the front runner for the Cy Young right now in the National League. Uh, the only guy who's matched them. And, dude, diving into the numbers a little bit, we'll start with Acuna. Um, one thing I've noticed, and I this was backed up by when I looked at this, is that... Um, Acuna's not really doing this with um, a ton of power. He is hitting for power, Mm. but it's not like he's got nine or ten home runs. I think he's got six. Yep. Um, He's been hitting... He's just been getting on base a ton and hitting a ton of base hits.
0: Yeah, he's leading the league in hits, um, I think, or maybe uh, Araz is ahead of him now because he's just been on a fucking tear. He's hitting like
1: 440 or some shit. Yeah. Um,
0: But yeah, he's on pace for like two hundred twenty some hits, fifty six doubles, thirty home runs, one hundred and one RBI, and we'll see how that goes. He's also brought his strikeout rate down considerably. Really? So yeah, so I think let me let me check. Um, last season,
1: so Acuna, by the way, second in the major leagues in hits. Bo Bichette's got forty five. Acuna's got forty four. Arez has forty
0: two. Mm. So last year, uh, well, so the pre covid year his what what could have been his uh mvp year in 2019 um 188 strikeouts um last year was 126 and this year he's on pace for about 100 uh so he's brought that down considerably um and 15 steals as well you know which is technically i guess that would put him on pace for uh 60 steals (laughs) this year which i mean so i think the reason I'm bringing that up is because I think these numbers by Acuna are sustainable. So, like I, I think he's probably a 30-30, possibly if he gets hot, a 40-40 guy. He's probably going to be a 30-50 guy, which is to say 30 home runs, 50 doubles. Outside shot at 100 RBIs, it depends on how the lower part of the order does. You can't really control that. Um, but definitely going to steal 40 to 50 bases. And um,
1: presumably score 100 runs.
0: De- yeah, he'll score, he, my, my, he'll score like 130-plus runs probably at this pace. Yeah. He, he's on pace for 150 right now, but he'll probably get 130. Um, I don't know that just because of the wear and tear on your fucking body that uh, Murphy will be able to sustain the same way because he's a catcher. Now, he does, especially when um, Darno gets back next week sometime probably, he'll start getting two days off a week just to DH, mm-hmm. which is nice because you get keep that bat in the lineup. But I find it hard to believe that he's going to get 12 wins above replacement as a catcher because nobody's ever – I think the highest war for a catcher ever – uh, well, Hack Wilson in that year that he had 190 RBI had like a 7.8 or something like that. So yeah. I'm, I don't know what the highest for a catcher ever is, but there's only been three dudes in history to get a 12 wins above replacement, and that's Rogers Hornsby, Carlos Shrimpsky, and Babe Ruth did it three times.
1: <laughs> well, I know um, there actually have been some like pretty insane catcher wins above replacement years. Um after fangraphs uh added in framing statistics mm-hmm. uh because i know brian mccann's wins of a replacement just shot like through the fucking roof but his best year uh after they added framing but his best year was 8.6 in 2008 and he hit 300 and slugged 500 uh 135 wrc plus only 23 homers or whatever. But um Obviously, the on-base and slugging skills were there, but the defense – I mean, he, his defense was absurd that year, uh, framing being the primary thing because he's not much of a, um, you know, stealing guy, caught stealing guy. But Murphy has both the uh, framing skills and the, the stealing skills. Mm. Um, but, yeah, you don't – you're going to want him in there in, in, in big games. Right, to, to control the running game or in games against fast teams. But yeah, I, I do agree with you. Like he's and he shouldn't be behind the plate more than fifty percent of the time until the playoffs when he should probably be in there three quarters of the time.
0: Yeah, I mean it depends on the matchup, right? The team that you're playing against. Um if you're playing a team that can't run very well, then it doesn't necessarily matter. But Darno, while he's really good at receiving and calling games, um, which, which, frankly,
1: it's more important than
0: more important than throwing out base runners, uh, for sure. But he he's not good at throwing out base runners. No. He's pretty bad at it, actually. Um, but most most catchers in Major League Base, look. I think the league wide average is eighty three percent success right yeah. now. So who I I don't know. Just being able to pick off a couple of guys here and there, and and it's like just having a right fielder that throws dudes out. Just being in the back of their mind a little bit will affect the way they play, and that's all you're really looking for
1: exactly yeah, it, it really is more like um uh, it's almost like a mutually assured destruction type thing mm-hmm. right like you don't even bother to fight because you, you you're more hesitant to do that type of thing um but with the i I agree with you about the sustainability because like i said like he it's been a lot of base hits it's been a lot of um Not cheap base hits or anything like that, but it's just he's getting a lot of hits. He's second in the league in hits, obviously. The numbers on him right now are fucking nuts. His batting average on balls in play is 392. If he puts his bat to the ball and it stays between the lines, he's fucking Tony Gwynn. Mm -hmm. That's fucking insane.
0: It's pretty wild, yeah. And
1: what would you say? his strikeout rate is down like almost 50% is something like over
0: the last since 2019 yeah so last year was pretty good he was at 126 although he didn't he missed like the first what half month of the season
1: and was never really truly yeah. healthy i uh, mean like
0: yeah so I, let me see so
1: last year uh his strikeout rate was 23.6% this year he's at 15 it's yeah. never been below 23.6
0: yeah i mean that's that is to to shed 8% in one year. That's fucking crazy, especially when you're talking about a guy that every year has an MVP type season. Yep. Um now we have played some pretty subpar teams to open up the season. We're getting into the more difficult part of our schedule well, we're right now, it. yeah. Yeah. Um but I don't know that it, it certainly hasn't affected him. I mean, if you look at his performance over the last uh 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 7 days, for example, he's seven for 19 with two home runs and seven rbi you can you can live with that you can live with seven rbi per 20 at bats <laughs> right you know uh um, the thing is though
1: so typically we say with babbitt um high batting average on balls in play a sign of luck right mm-hmm. now it's not everything because he's fast as fuck so faster players are going to typically have higher batting average on balls in play stuff like that blah 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 but like i said I'm seeing a ton of base hits from him. He's second in the league in in hits, and obviously a little bit of that is from getting extra at bats because he's um, the leadoff hitter. But he's hitting uh, 355, so it's the rate is there too. I think a lot of this is because
0: the shift is gone. Uh, that's certainly part of it because of of all the power hitters in baseball, he's probably the most adept at going the other way, and when I, not not just for power, right? Um, it's, he's got a real C ball, hit ball, strong wrist, uh, approach. It's like Hank Aaron, right? That's how he hit mm-hmm. the reason. Like if you, if you looked at Hank Aaron's forearms and if you look at him standing here in front of you and in his prime at like 27 years old, he wouldn't look like much. I mean, he's, he'd look like a fucking athlete for sure. But if you just saw him grip a bat and see how much his wrists swell up when he does that, yeah. that was the old trick from that, uh, escape artist, uh, Houdini. Yeah. Houdini. Uh, the way he would get out of handcuffs is he would flex his wrist muscles up really big and let him cuff him, and then he would relax him and just put his, tuck his thumb in. But that dude had incredibly – and you can't teach this, I guess. Maybe there's something you can do as a child to make it more uh, – to swing a bat every fucking day of your life in, right. in, in the Dominican somewhere. But, um, yeah, his ability to just flip the bat kind of – and it looks like sometimes he's just given up on the pitch, but it still has like a 97 – exit velo yeah and it's a line drive into the gap nobody does that like ronald acuna i mean
1: his home run to dead center the other day he and he does this all the time you're like oh i think he got that one and Mm -hmm. then it's 420 feet you know what i mean like his his home runs to center field do not look like they're gonna go over 400 feet off the bat necessarily and then they just fucking go but one thing i think with the shift now this is anecdotal but i remember him hitting a lot of hard grounders essentially into the shift but when i say into the shift i don't necessarily mean to the right like no it's up pulled,
0: the middle mostly up the middle yeah.
1: right they, they, He he kind of hit into the end of the shift mm-hmm. right to the back into the back half of the shift now they're not they can't really play him up the middle like that at all i mean he's getting all these these worm burning like they're on the ground but they're fucking smoked base hits up in the kind of center of the of the field between the shortstop and second baseman a lot of times through the pitcher and and those are hits now then mm-hmm. they weren't hits the last couple of years and what's really interesting too is he's not again just throwing the bat like you said he's um he's making contact he's had he has the highest exit velocity of his career right now it's at 95.2 is his average exit velocity That's pretty good. That's fucking crazy. You'd be a major league pitcher if you could throw the ball consistently Mm -hmm. 95. And he's averaging if his bat touches it. If his bat touches the ball, the average speed off the bat is 95.
0: Uh, Yeah, I mean, that's pretty good, right? Yeah,
1: that's a little – that's pretty solid. And here's the fucking craziest thing about him. So, like I said, batting average on balls in play right that's luck typically mm-hmm. it's it's a signifier of luck potentially if anything according to the other sort of um luck predictors acuña is getting unlucky kind of significantly unlucky his slugging percentage is 589 but with his exit velocity his expected slugging percentage is 674
0: so how do they get i mean is this um uh, that it's based on exit Velo, but he's hitting he the, he's being played positioned well in the outfield probably is what's happening
1: i would think so cuz it also takes into account like launch angle and stuff mm-hmm. like that so cuz obviously they know that you're probably not getting a double on a ground ball hit 95 even mm-hmm. if you hit it for a hit you know what i mean yeah. um but yeah so his and by the way 674 589 that's that's the difference between like a good hitter and like albert poolhole's mvp year mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah like that's that is a massive difference that is i won't let me see what barry like, i'm just gonna look up barry bonds because wh- why the fuck not if you're going to talk slugging percentage you might as well talk barry bonds barry bonds had a career slugging percentage of 607 uh when he hit well when he hit 73 home runs his slugging percentage was 8.63. that's stupid <laughs> but the year before when he hit 49 i mean you're talking 688 617 so he is his expected slugging percentage right now is is 60 points higher than Barry Bonds career slugging percentage it's, it's fucking crazy yeah um and his expected weighted on weighted on beta on base average which is another luck predictor or whatever a signifier that's also thirty points higher than his actual weighted on base average. He's getting un—he's not getting the full potential of his contact mm-hmm. yet, even.
0: And you know, maybe he doesn't. Maybe it's uh, just great positioning.
1: One hundred percent.
0: Who knows? Um, but it it does demonstrate that it's not luck. Now, you could say the same for Murphy because. The, the biggest key indicator from him season to season one he's in a, he's playing in ballparks where you can actually hit home runs which is nice
1: yep not not playing in Oakland anymore
0: but it's not ju- he's not carrying over the same he, the xavio is the same but he's not carrying over the same stats and he's just getting success now he's actually improved from last season right his barrel rate's up quite a bit
1: uh, his barrel rate is ten points higher than his career best uh, essentially he is barreling almost one out of every four balls that he makes contact with.
0: You can deal with that.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, these two guys are just on a fucking tear. Now, granted, look, that's a month essentially, right? Mm-hmm. A month and a week. Yeah. So this is still. You wouldn't fully call this a small sample size, right? It's not like, man, you know, whoever the fuck's hitting five hundred after two weeks, but it's, it's 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 somewhere in between. Like it's this is player of the. I mean, I think Acuna did win player of the month.
0: that. He did, yeah. Although very well could have been Murphy. I mean, if you look at the performance relative to position, it maybe should have been Murphy, to be honest. Um, similar f War, um, and doing so at the catcher position, although he, for the first two weeks, did sub out to DH quite a bit. Um, he's performing on both sides of the ball. Not that Acuna's not. He's, had, he's played good defense too. But playing good defense at catcher and playing good de- defense at right field, not the same. There's a lot of good right fielders. Right. Um, uh, but, again, he's he's at two war so far. I mean, that puts him on pace for like 11 and a half. To, and again, I don't think that'll happen. It's just hard as a catcher to sustain that. But the highest war f WAR ever, so Fangrass wins a replacement, in a season for a catcher was 2012 Buster Posey. Yeah, which he 10, won MVP, I believe. 10.1, Yeah. And then before that, it's like 9.2 with Johnny Bench in 72, Mike Piazza in 97 at 9.1. And those are the only ones over nine. So if he hits nine, he's one of the best. It's one of the best years, one of the top five years for a catcher ever.
1: Oh, so that McCann year is like a top five year for a catcher ever. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. He was 8.6. Yeah. He, he's number four on that list. That's and then crazy. Joe Mauer's MVP year at 2009 is number five. Yeah. <laughs> and then Gary Carter, I think, won MVP in 82 for the Expos as well. And he's on here at 8.4. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's he he's reaching rarefied air. And the interesting thing is he's just now entering his prime. You know. Um he's got another He's twenty-eight, right? Uh, let me double check. Twenty seven, maybe. So he's got another three or four years in his prime, like his physical prime.
1: Yeah, he's twenty eight.
0: Yeah, so this is uh definitely another good signing by Alex Anthopoulos.
1: And it's so funny too, because you know, I mean, we were like people were like what the fuck? Like we have not only do we have Travis Darno, we have William Contreras. Mm-hmm. Like what do you? Meanwhile, left field is like a black hole of question marks. But I, I have no fucking complaints about Sean Murphy being on the team. I didn't really, I because I kind of am more or less trusting in Anthopolis Like mm-hmm. yeah, you have the Azuna extension is weird, and did, we gave Rosario a contract too, right? The Rosario one I think is more forgivable though because he had a freak injury last year.
0: Yeah, it um, was also for quite a bit less money. Yeah. Per annum. I think it's like seven mil a year and not 22 or t- whatever the fuck <laughs> right. for Ozuna. Uh,
1: but, man, I mean, these two guys are, are playing out of their fucking mind. The Acuna stuff, though, is just eye popping to me. And this is, we talked about it at the beginning of the year. Uh, we talked about, we complained, we've complained about it on the show a lot where it's like, you know, he's so talented and it's like he's already had these crazy impressive statistical years, right? He missed a, just barely missed a 40 40 year. Mm-hmm. Like, He's already there, but it's just like will he, you know, start to grow up and 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 you know w- will the approach change a little bit, the maturity? And I don't need him to not be like a goofball or anything like that. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Like you can Ozzy's a goofball, and Ozzy's yeah. like maybe the most mature fucking guy on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like you know I need to see maturity in the approach, maturity in the consistency of uh, focus, I guess you could say, and specifically the way he is attacking the way he is he understands that he can just put the bat on the ball now Mm. and good things will happen i mean i again it's a month and a half a month and a week whatever that bodes well to me
0: Uh, i mean it's it's a sustainable approach you know you're gonna have you're, you're, you're gonna have some months where four or five six hits don't go your way um and that's how it is, right? And yeah. that that's uh if it's four or five hits, then it's eight or 10 point different, not point, but it's an 8 or 10 hit to at bat ratio of difference cuz you're you're getting out in those at bats too. So you're going to see a little bit of fluctuation in that. I, I don't know that he's going to hit 370 this year, right? Right. Um but we'll see, you know. We'll see. Now Albies has got nine home runs already.
1: Uh, Albies and Olsen, yeah. both. All and uh I just want to note by the way with Acuña. I forgot to put his slash line down, but um he is uh, his on-base percentage is 4.45 right mm-hmm. now, which is also obscene.
0: Yeah, that's good. I mean, he's uh let's see, he's going to walk about 100 times this year.
1: Yeah. And his walk rate is um in the middle of the pack for his uh uh career so far mm-hmm. in terms of best seasons. <laughs> Uh, in 2020, obviously, it was a shortened season, but he walked almost 20% yeah. of his at-bats, which is crazy.
0: I, I think he's better off when he's more aggressive, to be honest. Agreed. Yeah. Especially I
1: mean, now that he doesn't have to worry about the shift. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, but all, what were you saying about Albee? Sorry.
0: Um, he's He's been pretty consistent so far this year. Yes. Um he He's historically been kind of an up down guy, and look, it's the first month, so maybe the next month will suck but he's uh he's been really consistent in his approach so far this season, and he's hitting bombs from both sides of the plate. usually it's like he gets off to a slow start from the left side, but it's the the splits right now are four and five, so he's got five home runs against right handers, so as a lefty and four against lefties as a righty righty usually he gets the bulk of his home runs now he's hitting quite a bit better. Right-handed, he's hitting four twenty-six right-handed and two hundred five left-handed,
1: which is how it goes. He's a better right-handed hitter, yeah. which sucks because obviously you don't face as many lefties as you mm-hmm. do uh, righties. But he wants to keep the um, the switch switch hitting thing going, which I don't know. I mean, who who might he's one of the best second basemen in baseball. Yeah. So for now, I'll you know let it go, uh, and he, he's at, he has the best uh, WRC plus of his career by quite a bit right now. 135 i think his best season before that was 2019 when he had 116 um and he's doing it without getting on base really
0: very well i mean mm. it's all
1: essentially he's just uh he's slugging the shit out of the ball uh let me see what his exit velocity is but his slugging percentage is over five
0: yeah he's he's on pace to walk 35 times this year i think yeah uh, which his, for his, him may even be a career low i don't know what his career low he's is. he's
1: not yeah he's not getting a ton of walks he's his exit velocities fine
0: 92
1: yeah but he's he is uh no he's x velocity's uh 87.9 um not that's actually not what you want really but his barrel rate is 14 percent, which is um about five points higher than his career best Mm. Uh, before that so he's hitting the shit and by the way he uh how many games did he play last year
0: like 70 maybe okay it wasn't a full season he Obviously. played,
1: yeah, 64 games last year. He has played half, he's played 32. So he's played literally 50% of the games he played last year. He already has uh, 41 hard-hit balls this year. He only had 54 last year. Mm-hmm. So he's fucking, he's doing something right. It, that's interesting, though, that he's barreling the ball so much, but not necessarily, it's, it's got to be like a Von Grissom situation, right?
0: Yeah, I've been paying more attention to that, and I think that those write-ups, uh, O'Brien and those guys in the AJC, preseason once he got sent down i think they were wrong about that because the more i watch it the more I, it, it is a it's a median situation like yeah. he he hits a lot of dribblers but he crushes balls a lot as well so i'm not too concerned about him
1: and it would appear perhaps that albies is doing the same thing
0: yeah i mean how many times you see him hit uh you uh, know he, what he's not good at he especially left-handed he's a little bit better at it right-handed going the other way uh, you'll see him punch one through the left side, left-handed every now and again, but he doesn't have that wrist control that, that Ronald Acuna has Yeah, to when he sees that ball going towards the outside, especially if it's an off-speed pitch, just to take his body out of the equation and fucking flip the fucking barrel at it. And you would think a guy, like, he he does a really good job of putting the barrel on the ball, so that might be something he he's—it's funny— to think about this after all the success those guys have had, but he's 26 years old, right? Right. He's still a fucking kid, So who knows how he's going to develop as time goes on.
1: Two years younger than Murphy, who mm-hmm. were like, oh, he's just entering his prime. Yeah. So, I mean, with Albies and with the second baseman, especially, um, I mean, yeah, that your prime is still 28 to 32, really, right? So he's, I, he's not even there yet. No. Nope. <laughs> that's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's pretty and, wild. Um, and then, yeah, Olsen's having it. Incredible year, too. He's already got nine home runs. I mean, it's just the is doing great. Um, except for, I'll skip ahead of this since we talked about the line doing great and then we'll go back to the other one. Uh, Austin Riley. Um, at this point, it's not, uh, it's beyond uh, um, just being like, oh, you know, small sample size, whatever. It's a full on slow start, a slump to start the season. Um, Riley, our three hole hitter. Not doing well so far. 248, 340, 430 is his line. and three, The 340 on base percentage is essentially what's keeping him above water as an offensive player mm-hmm. right now. Uh, he is walking uh, the best of his career rate-wise. That's up 4%. But um, he's not slugging. He's not hitting for average. Two things usually, he usually does. Uh, and a huge part of that is his barrel rate is uh, about 50% less than it was last year over the year.
0: Yeah, it's uh, probably time for some kind of adjustment. I mean, if you, so it's only been about the last two weeks, actually. Okay. If you look at the, the course of the season so far, it's about the last two weeks. So um, the first three weeks of April, he was coming in more at like a 270. Uh, he had five home runs and fourteen RBI, and since then, it's for the last fifteen days or so, it's been pretty shitty.
1: And he did hit hit a home run yesterday.
0: Yeah, uh, and he's 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 like that. He has good months and bad months. Sometimes when he gets hot, he's really hot. Um, but this is uh, it's. I think it's almost always approach with him. We so we talked about it late last season before he got super hot, uh, or after he got super hot in July. I think he had like I think he slugged like eight eighty yeah. in July or some shit like that last year. Um, it's approach. Like, you see him go up there and watch strikes and swing at balls, mm-hmm. and that's what he's doing right now. And that's why his barrel rate sucks, because he's ended up having to swing at shitty pitches behind and counts and stuff like that. He's not, he's not getting his pitch. Or, you know, sometimes maybe you're just fucking overthinking stuff and you're looking for something and it's, you're just not getting that pitch. He's striking out a lot. He's striking out a third of the time right now.
1: Striking out a third of the time, and uh, his launch angle is, is way down as well. Uh, compared to his career averages yeah um so so he's
0: i mean what what's probably if his launch angle is down he's almost certainly getting pitched down in the zone and being overly aggressive on pitches down in the zone that's what that usually means and especially these days where almost every pitcher even guys that throw mid to upper 90s are throwing sinkers now you can't you gotta see the ball up you just have to you know Mm -hmm. what i mean um so it's an approach thing with him it always is so you know Chipper needs to come ring his bell a little bit.
1: Uh, And Chipper is allowed back with the team this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Which is nice. Yeah. Um, Just that was a – he didn't do anything weird like uh, another Sandy Hook tweet. He just – it was a COVID situation. Uh, So he, like, wasn't – dumb MLB rules wasn't allowed around the team for, like, two years or something weird like that. But he is, um, what, an associate hitting coach again or Mm -hmm. whatever the fuck? Assistant hitting coach? Yeah. Special assistant. Because he's not – he doesn't travel with the team. I think he kind of shows up when he wants to. But yeah, yeah, he's
0: a, it's he he's I think he's got a full time job sitting at the bar at Hooters, <laughs> and then that's his that's his uh, backup. That's
1: where he breaks down the film. Yeah. Uh, but yes, yeah, so I, I hopefully uh, Chipper talks to him soon and Seitzer as well. Obviously the 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 um
0: the actual breaks, hit hit of coach. coach. Yeah.
1: yeah. But I I'm not really yeah I'm not worried about Austin Riley. It does just kinda sucked that the last I guess two weeks in particular, it's like, man, he's just kinda uh had a hole in a swing or just not not looked totally right. But again, home run yesterday, maybe that will turn things around. Well let's
0: look at the splits, right? So on O counts four for thirteen, three oh eight. So when he's aggressive early in the count. On O1 counts he's hitting four forty four. Uh but he gets to O two a lot. He's got more O two at bats than O one at bats, which means he's not Getting good pitches to hit on 0 1 or 1 0 because he's only got eight 1 0 at bats. Uh, so early in the count, not great. 1 1 1 2 is where most of his at bats come from. So I don't know if he's taking a lot of strikes early in at bats. Um,
1: what, like not pulling the trigger? Yeah,
0: but he's hitting 231 and his slugging percentage is fucking 259. In, in on one two counts where the bulk of his at bats are coming from, uh, and then two 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 balls two strikes nineteen at bats one hit o fifty three, um that's not going to get it you know so it, it's being aggra- aggressive more so but but then again when he goes three one three two he's hitting five hundred right yeah
1: so his his WRC plus is three o three one I mean sorry fuck three o three one you're always going to hit well there mm. his his WRC plus with full counts Mm
0: -hmm. 305 and that and that tells me that uh he's getting hyper focused i mean like in three two you're looking for you're still looking for a fucking tunnel you're looking for a specific pitch sometimes you're going to get fooled or whatever the fuck but you want to be aggressive on three two because you know that fucker doesn't want to walk you especially not with you know all the other dudes coming up behind you um so, you know, I, I, again, I just, when, whenever I look at his data, it's almost always an approach issue. Same thing with la We had the same exact conversation last year.
1: Yeah, and, you know, it is what it is. It's, it's You just want to make sure he's locked in at the right time mm. of year. And he is the type of guy that will carry you for a month mm. almost by himself, the same way a lot of guys in our lineup are. Um Real quick, before we keep going, we do have some sponsors, specifically MyBookie. MyBookie.com is where you can go to place all your baseball bets, along with pretty much anything else you can imagine gambling on. If you use the promo code Bros, you can double your first deposit up to $1,000. So if you put in $1,000, they will give you a free $1,000. Now you have $2,000 to play with. Put in $100, bucks, they will give you a free 100 bucks, so on and so forth. You get the idea. Uh, any good uh, baseball bets uh, that you made this week that you were – happy with or anything coming up this weekend you think are interesting uh
0: yeah so um cubs marlins in chicago this weekend uh today actually um uh justin Steele is pitching for the cubs at home he's fucking crazy he's he's probably on pace to be the cy young winner in the national league right now he's fucking it's either him or that kid from arizona um, really like that game. And if you want to parlay the Cubs tonight, actually that game starts at one So you better get on that. It's the one central. So it starts in 15 minutes, <laughs> parlay Cubs, Rays versus Yankees, take the Rays, um, take the Braves versus the Orioles. And then, uh, where's the other one I was looking at, uh, Mets versus Rockies, uh, Singa's pitching for the, for the Mets, uh, you know he's given up some runs and some starts, but against a team that hasn't seen him it before, it's going to be an outlier for them. So he'll win that game. I'm parlaying those four teams today,
1: and the Rockies are god awful.
0: They're terrible, yeah. But especially and like I, I expect the Mets to do dumb shit sometimes, but they probably can't fuck that one up. <laughs> right. Those are those are four games that I am 90% sure the team I said is going to win because Max Fried is pitching against the Orioles. Unlikely they're going to get to him, although they have some great young hitters. But just up and down the lineup, it's not like.
1: Yeah, the Orioles are very good, but yeah. it's freed. Yeah, know, I would say, it's so going. Cubs,
0: Rays, Orioles, and uh, and Mets, and you better get that in. No, no, t- no Braves. Uh, Cubs, Rays, Braves, Mets. Yeah, yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, I meant the Orioles game, but yeah, parlay those four, parlay the money line for those four. That's where you'll get the best value.
1: Yeah, because otherwise it's minus or plus one and a half. Yeah, I-, I suppose if one of those teams is a dog, you could take the. Well, the- you would want to take the money line if the yeah. team's a dog. So. Fuck me! Um, yeah, I no.
0: wouldn't like the plus one and a half is is too much. Like you're going to get slightly less, slight slightly lower odds, um, but it's still it'll it'll come out pretty good. Yeah, you can make a ten dollar bet and make a couple. hundred I guess bucks.
1: If, if you wanted to, you could go uh, uh, instead of money line. If you want to get your odds a little better, you could go just minus one. Can you buy up a half point and then? Risk a push?
0: Yeah, maybe. I haven't looked into that on my. I, I always just do it the normal way. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. But I'm sure. Yeah, they they're pretty fluid. My book is pretty fluid on the way you can do stuff.
1: Yeah, because if you if one of your games pushes in a parlay, it just gets eliminated from the parlay. It doesn't end the parlay. So that's a way you could improve your odds mm-hmm. uh, if you if you wanted to. Um, but yeah, mybookie.com. Use promo code Drinking Bros. Get some free money to play with. Uh, next up, got some. There's still a lot of roster weirdness with the Braves, fluctuation mm-hmm. with the Braves. Uh, the big news is that Raizel Iglesias is back on the team. So we have a closer again, and A.J. Minter doesn't need to uh, pitch every fucking day. Anymore. Yeah,
0: I mean, I, honestly, I think they should give him a week off. I'm not even kidding.
1: Yeah, he, is, he's, uh, he has been throwing mm-hmm. constantly. What do you say, he was on pace for 84 games or something like
0: that? Uh, yeah, I think so. I have to look again. That's but some it's... Johnny Venters shit. Yeah, fuck that. I mean, obviously, I don't think – I think Snit was just – well, he's he's a Braves manager, so that means intrinsically he's bad at managing a bullpen. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he's thrown 16 games already, and we're 22-10, so we're tw- 32 games, and he's thrown half. Yeah. Nope.
1: Can't do that. Uh, you know who else has thrown a bitch I feel like showing up in about half our games is Chavez.
0: Uh yeah, but who cares? His arm's gonna fall off at some point.
1: I actually think he's so old that he it will never fall off. He may
0: be calcified at this point. Yeah, yeah. like I
1: think he can probably pitch a hundred <laughs> games in a year.
0: Let's see. Yeah, he's throwing well, oh, he's throwing fifteen, Dylan Lee's throwing fifteen as well. Um so we definitely need some some backup.
1: And that's probably not something that'll happen yet. Yates hasn't even pitched yet, right? Or did Yates just come back up?
0: No, he's thrown eleven games so far. Is and, it McHugh then that just came back? Uh yeah, McHugh was out for a little bit. He's thrown seven so far. So, you know, between Yates and McHugh, uh, you're doing all right. Uh Joe Jimenez has done pretty well. Nick Anderson's done pretty well. They're they're all whips. Like so Nick Anderson's whip is 0.73 That's what you want out of a reliever. Uh Colin McHugh has had a high whip. So uh Jimenez and Yates are at one three and one five respectively but McHugh's been uh bad at one six, but he also was injured, like arm inflammation and shit. Right. So who knows how much that lent to it, but he's uh yeah, we, we definitely need some help with regard to uh and, and to be honest, mentor has just gotten unlucky a couple of times and had a couple of bad games. I mean he's he he's he's given up big home runs. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm not worried. I'm certainly not worried about AJ Minter long term over the season or yeah, no. it's just been a weird thing. And I think we're still we're sixth in the majors in uh bullpen whip yeah. with one point one five. Uh so that'll there, be
0: there's been like a cut like two bad series. That one against Houston was the biggest yep. problem yep. for the whole season. But yeah, I mean with the glazies back uh and Edwin Diaz out, I think Clause and uh, uh, and Iglesias are certainly the best. Uh, really, which Clause or uh, Iglesias came from Cleveland as well, didn't
1: he? He, we got him from the Angels. It's from the Angels, but that's I don't right, know yeah. where he was. I don't remember where. I he think was he
0: may have that. come up through the Indians uh, farm system. But either way, Clase, I don't know if you've been paying attention to him lately, but he looks like Mariano Rivera. He's he is destroying yep. bats. He's I'm, and I'm not talking about.
1: Oh, Iglesias was a red.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah, uh, I'm not talking about a broken bat off the label where it fucking you know it you kind of see it wobble a little bit and the guy throws the bat down i'm talking about shattered bats like cutters that are going off the not the label but the handle right, right? or to a right-hander uh uh going off the very end of the bat and and just like splintering everywhere and shattering i haven't seen anybody do it this consistently since and maybe this is anecdotal because it just happens when I happen to watch their games, um, but I haven't seen anybody do this consistently since Mariano Rivera, to be honest. And it's uh, that kid is really fucking good.
1: He's filthy. I can't remember where the Indians are in the standings right now. The whole that whole division is fucking awful. But uh,
0: nobody's worse than the White Sox over there.
1: Well, the Royals might. Uh, yeah, but
0: the White Sox actually have players. Yeah, that's true. The
1: they, they, the Royals have an excuse. Uh, Uh, Indians are second place, uh, but they're fourteen and seventeen. They're only three Mm -hmm. and a half out. Though I mean, some god awful team is going to win that division. Mm -hmm. Um, So Iglesias is back; that's huge. And then obviously, McHugh just came back not that long ago. The bullpen's kind of falling into place. I do think I do expect a move or two uh, at some point in the season.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, there's a there's some teams you know that don't need great relievers i guess I, don't, I not that they're fucking not that they have no hope or anything but um it's like if you've got a guy that's starting to show promise as a as a closer right now but you're in a rebuild um if the guy's in his early 20s maybe hang on to him like closet with the indians uh, i think he's right. 24 uh but david david bednar at the pirates is, and, look, they're doing really well right now, so maybe that continues. Seems unlikely it'll continue because their roster sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but if the Pirates start losing and Bednar c- continues to play like he is, the Pirates have a history of making deadline deals like that. Mm-hmm. So he's somebody that's on my radar. Um, uh Carlos Estevez from uh, the Angels is on my radar. He's a little bit older. He's 30. I don't know if the Angels are going to give us both of their closers back-to-back years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, the Angels are uh, uh, completely in the running right now.
0: Certainly, but that won't last. I um,
1: We'll talk about that a little later, but I, I hope it does. But,
0: uh. I, I, look, I would love to see Shohei Otani and Mike Trout in the fucking playoffs. <laughs> I just right. don't think it's ever going to happen. Um, but there's a lot of dudes... Um, we, we I think that our biggest need right now is a right-handed power arm out of the bullpen, um, because that's the one thing we don't have. We we don't have any hard-throwing right-handers out of the bullpen.
1: No, uh, wait, is Iglesias right handed isn't he? He is, yeah. But other than him, yeah.
0: yeah. So so, uh, Jimenez throws mid to high nineties, I guess, um, but is not as he he's hold on. Let me see what his strikeout rate is. I don't think it's very high. Too many clicks, too many clicks. Um, by
1: the way, when the Braves, uh, traded Craig Kimbrell in their 2015 sort of rebuild situation, uh, 2014, 2015 mm. was when the rebuild, I think 2014 is when it started. But was
0: he 28 at the time?
1: Yeah, he was, I mean, he was in his prime at that point. He was already, he was maybe the best closer in baseball. Um, they traded him and uh, B.J. Upton, or Melvin Upton Jr., I guess he wanted to start going by, uh, to the Padres for Whist- Matt Whistler, who was supposed to be a great prospect to mm-hmm. really work out, um, and then Carlos Quinton, Cameron Mabin, blah, blah, blah. That was just backfill to mm-hmm. put on the roster. Uh, we did also receive a compensa- uh, compensation Compensatory pick, yeah. and that became Austin Riley. Mm-hmm. Uh we got Max Freed from the Padres as well, but that was a year earlier when we traded Justin Upton uh, to the Padres. Um, we got Freed, uh, Malik Smith, who was didn't pan out, but was a really good prospect, and uh, Jace Peterson, Dustin, Peer, blah 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 blah. But Max Freed was the the one. Um, so yeah, you would think. I mean, there's always that is the best asset you can have. I feel like as a rebuilding team is mm-hmm. an elite reliever
0: yeah i mean they're, and they're they're out there um arizona's got a guy that's i can't remember his name chafin maybe is that him andrew chafin does that sound right
1: i haven't watched a lot of um, time back games yeah <laughs>
0: they, they've got a they've got a late inning reliever over there that's pretty good as well that's that's who you're looking at maybe if somebody develops in uh in kansas city on the back end of their bullpen well, take, take a look at them
1: there's one guy in kansas city
0: who uh zach grinky no
1: <laughs> uh aroldis chapman
0: uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I forgot about him. I mean, he's how's he looking this year? I haven't really paid much attention I, to know, him. you know I
1: haven't looked. Obviously, he's got the velocity. He's just like a piece of shit though, and that's before you even get into the domestic abuse shit. Yeah, yeah. Um
0: he's also 35, so I don't know how much you would want to give up for a guy. I mean, he would be a one-year rental.
1: You wouldn't give up a lot. I mean, he's still him. He's still himself. He's got a 309 ERA, but his expected ERA is 161. He's, so he's the Royals are letting him down. He's yeah. his strikeout per nine is 14.6. That's
0: that's normal whip, but 1-2 is pretty high for a closer though. Although he's not in the he, closer role.
1: He's not and also I think he's always at least on the back half of his career his whip has been he's not a sub-1 guy. Mm-hmm. Um
0: I mean you can you can walk guys if you strike guys out. That's always yeah, been and the rule.
1: Yeah, was kind of that way too where Kimbrel was
0: Oh yeah. All, no clean yeah. a
1: save w- over the course of like five batters yeah. You know, yeah the fuck? give me advanced stats, you bitch uh yeah I mean I don't want to really trade for Chapman um except for the fact that he might be cheap, but uh now
0: we've got enough domestic violence on our team yeah. i think
1: yeah uh but yeah, it's um where's his whip now I'm just curious uh
0: whose whip are you looking for Chapman's. So Joe Jimenez, is, his strikeout number is a little bit down this season, but still pretty good. He's striking out 29.5% of batters, 11.7 per nine. Um, his walks are actually down this year, which is nice, but he uh, he's given up a lot of home runs. To be honest, at this point in the season, that's probably an outlier. Like, dudes don't just start giving up a bunch of home runs. And let, you'll, you'll see two things happen. The uh, strikeout rate will go... Up typically because they're out of the zone more, but the walk rate will also go up, and then home runs will go up because they have to groove pitches. That's yeah. that's the typical trend for that. So I think he's just having some bad luck right now. But we definitely need, I think, another right-handed power guy in the bullpen. But we've got until August to deal with that shit because yeah. right now we're twenty-two and ten. If we're going to win seventy percent of our fucking games up until then, we can take our time and figure some shit 100%. out. One
1: hundred percent. That's purely for the playoffs. Mm. Like we this, I think we we're talking about the OAV attacks. Like this bullpen. Is a great regular season bullpen, and with mm-hmm. Minter and Iglesias at the back end, that's great for the postseason. Yeah, but you need one or two more, just like
0: and Dylan Lee chews up innings too. Like he, he's he's your six seven inning guy, right? Yeah, he, or one of them. Like if whomever comes out that's dominant towards the end of the season, whether it's uh, uh, Jimenez or or um, that other motherfucker that's new. What the hell's his name? Um,
1: damn it. I'm still getting used to this bullpen.
0: Uh, Nick Anderson has done well as well. Uh, Colin McHugh has been really good in both of the last two postseasons. You would would
1: think McHugh or Yates would be the fifth or sixth inning guy in a playoff game. Well, I mean,
0: but you you can – if, you know, one or both of Anderson and Jimenez is sharp at that time, then you can turn every game into a five-inning game, right? Right. Um, And especially when you have two closers, one from each side of the plate, and then you have Freed, Strider – you know, Elder and then Morton or, or Soroka or whoever it happens to be. Like, if you run into the to them in the playoffs, you're fucked, basically. Hopefully, um, you know. So, especially with this lineup, this is the this is the best Braves team I've ever seen.
1: Uh, yeah, top to bottom by far.
0: Especially when everyone is healthy. Um, and you know, we'll see what happens with Kyle Wright. I think he's going to need surgery. To be honest, like getting that many shoulder inflammation problems in short periods like that, it's never a good sign. It means something either is mechanically fucked up with his delivery or there's some, there's some underlying condition like bone spurs or looseness in the shoulder that needs to get rehabbed. So, yeah. I, I, like, I, I honestly don't expect to see him back this year. I, I know that's pessimistic, but I don't expect to see him back.
1: It is what it is. I, the, I would say the one team that probably uh, maybe competes with this is uh, – the '97 Braves, that that team was also obscene. They went mm. four deep on the rotation with obviously the big three, and then Denny Nagel had an mm. incredible year that year. Yeah, I think he
0: went he went nineteen and five or some shit Something that year. Crazy. Uh,
1: no, he went twenty and five. Oh actually. boy, uh, with a uh, oh god, what was it two nine seven ERA? I mean, we had the, the the top four starters for the Braves. Only one of them had an ERA over three, and it was Smoltz with a 3.02 yeah. ERA. And
0: the total, the win total for the starters was like 84, 88 games or some shit, right?
1: Maddox won 19, Nagel won 20, Smoltz 39. won 14. Or Smoltz won 15, Glavin won 14. I don't Christ. know how the hell Glavin only won.
0: So 68. 14 games. 68 year. wins from four starters. Yeah. You can live with that.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, all these guys were fucking insane. I don't know how Maddox didn't win the... Uh, Cy Young that well, Didn't year.
0: Kevin Brown win in 97? Didn't he have like a 1.8 ERA or some shit?
1: It might have been Randy Johnson or Pedro Martinez.
0: Well, Randy Johnson was still in the Mariners in 97. Pa- Pedro, Pedro.
1: Pedro won. Uh, fair enough. He probably had an insane year. Um,
0: Kevin he, Brown had a great year that year, too. He, he's the reason – well, one of the big reasons the Marlins won that World he, Series. He is
1: maybe the most underrated pitcher of the 90s. That mm-hmm. that running to that, Running into that guy in the playoffs – in back to back years because he was on the fucking Padres no. in 98. That was a nightmare. Everybody,
0: uh, he w- he was just, because of the style of pitching, was disrespected. Like the, everybody was still used to a traditional power pitching right hander, and he was the first guy to come out throwing 97 sinkers. Yeah. And people were just like, oh, you can't do that in baseball. It's like, well, everybody does that in baseball now. Yeah. Uh,
1: Pedro had a 1 9 ERA and won 17 games. That's fine. Yeah. Um, Maddox might have been able to. Beat him if he'd gotten that 20th win, considering it was in the nineties, but whatever. Uh Kyle Wright to the I. L. That sucks. Thankfully we have pitching depth, but I really like him and mm. I think he high upside, not necessarily Spencer Strider upside.
0: No, but, but I think he's a solid, you know, mid three ERA fifteen game winner every year, but he's clearly not healthy right now. No. And I don't know what that interaction he had with uh, uh That was weird, right? Well what I what I heard is that he told um, uh, he told our pitching coach that it felt weird, but he didn 't want to come out of the game, so he just kept pitching, but now it 's getting uncomfortable he's like and, and homeboy got fucking pissed he 's like, no, you should have told me yeah. before this inning started, asshole yeah you Kranitz I mean?
1: was like yelling at him, yeah. really gesturing a lot, had to pull um. It originally, it was just a pitching coach meeting. Then uh, Snicker had to come out. He pulled Snicker to the side. It was one of the more bizarre mound yeah. meetings I've seen. In- but that's
0: what it was. It was like he didn't want to. He didn't want to let the team down or go back on the IL. So he just kept throwing the ball and like, dude, no, man, yeah, that's not like you're fucking twenty six years old. You've got a. You've got a, a, probably a two hundred and fifty to three hundred million dollar worth of contract left in your career. Don't be an idiot. Right,
1: And it's way different than. Um, you know Charlie Morton breaking his leg in Game One of the World Series and maybe not kind of realizing—that's your it. leg,
0: dude. It's not your shoulder or your elbow. I don't right. like a fucking. Who cares if if your lower body gets fucked up? You can deal with that as a pitcher.
1: And on this team, especially, like there's so much depth. You're mm. not letting anyone down.
0: Yeah, but I understand wanting to be on the field for sure. To be honest, and, and that's why that's the reason they're taking it so slow with Soroka as well because he's hyper-competitive. He, yeah. He's like...
1: Soroka, by the way, who I think is a year younger than Kyle
0: right Yeah, now. he reminds me of Maddox and the competitive stuff. Like, he wants... And Strider as well. Strider's like this, too. He just wants to be perfect every single game. Yeah. And for those guys, like, they have a tendency to continue going out there when they shouldn't. Um, so... You know, that's the coach's job to manage that. But you can't manage it unless the guy fucking tells you. Because his velocity in the first inning was 95. It was normal. And then it started to creep down a little bit. I don't know how actively they keep track of that shit. But if I'm the pitching coach these days for players, the way they fucking treat their arms, it's like if I see a guy throwing 95 in the first and second inning, and then the third inning, he comes out throwing 91. I'm like, you're out already. Yeah. Like, fuck this. You're out of the game. Let's go get some x-rays and MRIs done yeah. because it's just, it's too much of an indicator that something's wrong.
1: And now he's back on the IL. Uh, fortunately for him, he has a 20-win season under his belt. Yeah. Um, that would, you know will help him make more money in the future, either through arbitration or contracts. But, yeah, that sucks. Darno's still out, but he'll be back soon. And then, honestly... God damn, dude. There have been some scares the last couple of days. Acuna pulled from two different games, and then Michael Harris pulled from a game for that weird <laughs> land he yeah. had after first base. He, he,
0: it looks like he may have uh, hyperextended his knee just a little bit, but he's fine. That's not, that's not that big a deal. But I,
1: What is a big deal to me is asshole. You were up like nine runs. Yeah, what are you doing? Like, yeah. you don't you don't need to leg out a base no. hit.
0: Even if you do, that's not the way you fucking leg out base hits.
1: He, by the way, did the same shit we've been screaming about for mm. two years. The fucking stretch, like the uh, like stretch your leg,
0: lunging at the end does not make you get you to the back quicker. No, like the physics. I, I this we we should just have. I need to call John Brinkus. And just make a video of this, breaking down the physics and old school ESPN sports science thing, and then mail it to these assholes. It's and show... I actually did this when I was in the Army. So dudes would speed through the area where you would drive around to park your Humvees and, and gas up your Humvees on operations, and they would speed a little bit. And I wrote a mathematical formula on the board in the motor pool down there that showed that they're only saving, like, 1.1 seconds by going a little bit faster. Yeah. Like, this is how much time you're saving by doing that. And in the meantime, you're running over shit. So stop. Yeah. You know what I mean? At any rate, uh, I think Ronald Acuna is just kind of dramatic, to be honest. Like, he got hit in the upper shoulder blade and got an MRI. You fucking kidding me, dude? That's, <laughs> that's all muscle up there. I've seen you without your shirt on a bunch of times. That's all muscle up there. You can't fucking get hurt up there.
1: He's, he's so fucking funny. Like, he any time... <laughs> Something happens, he just like just takes his his time, you know what I mean, and like gets a little dramatic. It is what it is,
0: but Um, he does. I mean, I understand the frustration too because the Marlins and the Mets hit him constantly, yeah. I like and and you can't let that happen. Like, Strider needs to fuck somebody up. I don't know when they play the Mets next. Um, I think it's I think it's soon actually. Let me see here. Um, yeah, they they go, uh, Oh no! Actually, it's going to be a minute.
1: We get the Phillies end of the month.
0: And it's never been a problem with the Phillies. They get the Mets and uh, on D Day, June sixth. Okay. Um, Strider should drill somebody right in the fucking rib cage. But you know, to be honest, Alonzo gets hit more than anybody in baseball. I think, right? Isn't he, he does, leading yeah. the league? So maybe hit him since he's used to it. He gets
1: hit a lot. Uh, oh, Starling Marte actually is the one that gets. Oh hit yeah. And he is is similar to Acuna in that he um. A lot of bad outcome. A lot of unlucky. He always
0: gets hit. Hits hit in the hands. Like uh, Alonzo gets hit in the butt and back. Right. And Acuna and Marte get hit in the hands. Almost every time they get hit, it's somewhere in their fucking hands. It sucks, man.
1: Uh, real quick, um, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. But the Braves are in literally like right in the middle of their really rough uh, schedule. Mm-hmm. Sixteen games through, they're ten and six. Uh, series wins over the Padres and Mets. They got swept by the Astros, which sucks. Which sucks, but they went six and one against the Marlins, which they the Marlins do not suck, by the way. Now they're good. Uh, and you know that's exactly what you uh, weird way to do it, but that's exactly what you want to see. I think ten. I'll take ten and six against those teams Mm -hmm. all fucking day. Um,
0: Delco's wearing a Marlins shirt today. Look at that fucking traitor.
1: And then uh, now the back half is even worse than the front half, though. We catch the Orioles in this series. The Orioles are in second place in the AL East, only behind the Rays who are playing out of their minds. Blue Jays, very I mean, the whole AL East is above 500. The Blue Jays, very good team. Rangers in first place in the West. The Mariners, who don't have a great record right now, but that's a super talented roster. Mm-hmm. Um, then we get the Dodgers and Phillies. The only sort of break is a series against the Red Sox. They're nineteen and fourteen, but unlike they're kind of the inverse of the Mariners. The Mariners bad record, good yeah. roster. Red Sox good record, I think bad roster. Yeah, and
0: we're we're going up against their two worst pitchers as well, Pavetta and Bello, at least statistically so far this year. They're both five ERA and higher. Yeah. So that should be that should be a fun this should be a fun five game series. Uh you know, for all the talent that Baltimore has, pitching is not the best. Mm-hmm. Uh and we've been hitting the ball pretty well lately, so I expect that one to this this could we could bring off five in a row right here. Uh, we'll we'll see about that. At Toronto is different. I mean, that's you know, tough. but we have Strider, Elder, Morton going in those games, okay. so not too concerned about that.
1: We'll see uh, how it goes in Texas. Who knows? Yeah. I don't have a, I don't really have a good read on the Rangers. They are talented.
0: Lot of lot of hits, man, and the, you know some of those young pitchers uh, are are starting to work out for them. Mm-hmm. Degrom's going to be on the IL for another fucking four weeks. I think they said at minimum or some shit like I'm that. Sure. So he's we'll miss him, I guess. So. Like that dude's not an asset on your team. No. Like you, you you he you should Mike Hampton him. You should fucking not sign him or who who else used to do that? That left handed dude that threw a, a no hitter for the Astros. What the fuck's his name? With the big uh... with the big beard.
1: Oh, Dallas Keuchel. Dallas Keuchel.
0: Yeah, they did that with he him a couple sign years. With the Astros. Yeah, they did that with him a couple of years. Just signed him after the break, basically.
1: He was on the that 2019 mm-hmm. Braves team as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think
0: I think you, you got to start treating Degrom kind of like a, a late season asset because I don't know when the last time he made it through a full season was.
1: I, yeah, it's it sucks. He should he should have been a Hall of Famer, but he won't be. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just doesn't have the volume of work uh, to to do it. It's not the Hall of Talented, right? Like, yeah. Staying on the field is a talent, too. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it'll be an interesting back half, catch the Dodgers and Phillies as well, which will be tough. Um, which brings me to the final thing. I don't remember if we actually got to this point last week, so I put it in again. Uh, what are you just seeing around the league so far? We, t- we were talking about it before the show started. Uh, the Cardinals seem fucked, for, for starters.
0: Yeah, I think uh, – I, I really do think that the Cardinals need a, to immediately start a rebuild. They should trade Paul Goldschmidt. They should trade Tyler O'Neill and see what they can get from those two guys. Probably. Yep. And then just keep the rest of this young core um, and and see what they can do. And Arenado, I think, is signed to a slightly longer deal than Goldschmidt. Goldschmidt's deal is over next end of next season.
1: I don't. The only thing with Arenado is I don't know that he wants to sit through another rebuild like he did with the Rockies, who were in a perpetual state of uselessness.
0: Yeah, but if you trade – they're not that far away. If you trade Goldschmidt and O'Neal, you can get Major League Baseball – you can get Major League Caliber guys right now to come back there.
1: And they do have uh, Walker and Triple A, and the rest of their – they have a good defense. I mean, Edmund – Who's the shortstop in second baseman? Edmund's one of them.
0: Edmund and Paul DeJong.
1: Yeah, Edmund and then you got Lars Newbar and, mm. and all those dudes. Uh their outfield the defense is there. William or Wilson Contreras is mm. on the team as well. You obviously want to hang on to him. You're right, honestly, they should trade Goldschmidt, maybe punt on this year, get pieces for Goldschmidt and O'Neill, yeah. wait for Walker to come back up. Um or let just let Walker come back up now and just get I think it's only May. They don't play in a great division. I don't trust the fucking Pirates. I do trust the Brewers, and I kind of trust the Cubs. The Cubs uh, look good, yeah. Um, even They're 15 and 16, but that's a, that roster's shaping out pretty well. Um, but, yeah, I think the Cardinals. I mean, they have the third least wins in baseball. The Royals and the fucking Athletics are the only teams with fewer wins. Yeah. Well,
0: they got three guys in their rotation right now with ERAs over five. Uh, Adam Wainwright, who hasn't pitched all year. Yeah. Since because he got hurt in WBO doing some shit, and then they have one guy that's that's doing kind of okay, and that's Jordan Montgomery. He's two and four, uh, but the the other number three, three, four ERA, one twenty three WHIP for a starter. That's not bad. Um,
1: Montgomery's high velo too, isn't he? Like crazy high velo. Uh, yeah, he
0: throw. He's a, he's a lefty, so and he throws pretty hard. I think he throws ninety seven. So you know, you got one starter on a team, and you have an okay offense. And I mean there's no there's nothing
1: they, they were before the shift ban mm. like the best defensive team. They have gold gloves all over yeah. that outfield. Now or all over the field. Now granted we just suggested trading two of them in mm-hmm. um Goldschmidt and O'Neal, but Arenado, easily the best defensive third mm. baseman in baseball. Uh William or Wilson Contreras a great defensive catcher, even better hitting catcher. Um and then Edmond and Dijon. I mean the middle their middle of the infield's good. Their outfield defense is good. I think Walker He's obviously in A right now. Mm-hmm. I think he is not rated that great defensively at the moment, but he's very athletic. Yeah. So that's the type of thing where it's teachable with him, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, they could trade Goldschmidt and teach him for a space and bring him down for, for a while. He's, he's a big man, so huge. it's like 6'5", 250 or some shit. Yeah. Yeah, they got to do something here. I mean, this—you can't just ride with this. And look, you don't want to overreact either because maybe they got off to a bad start. But when you're looking at this starting rotation, there's no fucking light at the end of this tunnel.
1: Well, and I think this shift going away fucked them because their entire rotation is contact dudes, mm. like Miles Mekalas and stuff like that. Like those—they those, don't strike people out. Yeah, it's all hitting into the shift and and whatever else. It's and I think. I really think that no team has been hurt more by that than the Cardinals, which is bizarre because their defense is still so good, but when your pitching is so fucking contact dependent, um even if those pitchers have talent, I think Miles Michaelis is actually a decent middle of the rotation guy, but like you can have you can get so you can have such bad luck and that can pile up so much. So yeah, they're kind of screwed. Um I think they should probably year. the Mets really don't seem like they're in a great place right now.
0: No, I think we're seeing we, well, I think we might be seeing the end of Max Scherzer here. Yeah. He's looked really, really bad this year so far. And I think just deep playoff runs coming back on short rest two years ago have kind of fucked him up. Yeah. Um, and I think it might be over for him, which is unfortunate because he's, you know, I, I enjoy the, the style of pitching, the competitiveness and all that stuff. We haven't seen much of Verlander this year. He's had one start so far. Uh, also old as shit. I mean this is a very this is a very New York sports team situation. Yeah. With a bunch of overpaid old guys who are injured. Yeah. Right? I mean it's just I, I'm not in any way concerned about the Mets and neither should you.
1: No. Really. I don't buy the pirates either. Um
0: It seems unlikely they'll continue this. Um because they're not the Rays, you know what I mean? Right. But they do have some good young pieces. Like Brian uh, Hayes is really good. And Reynolds Brian well. Reynolds is really good. They've got a couple of good young pitchers. Uh, as I mentioned before, Bednar is doing really well. Uh, JiHuan Bae is doing really well this year so far. So they, they've got pieces, but it's like that'll get you through a month or two. You know what I yeah. mean? This is not sustainable.
1: I mean, you know, build as many wins as you can and mm-hmm. just try to, you know, tread water yeah
0: hope for the best i mean uh, it's the, it, it, the nl central is the weakest it's ever been right now yes. so
1: Are the only team I, well, I said the cubs too but the only team that really feels f- remotely formidable in that division is the brewers and right now who's out? woodruff um, one of their two elite pitchers is out
0: yeah um well so is adrian hauser's out too um but it's a groin and not an arm injury yeah woodruff is out and i don't think he's i don't know that he's pitched more than one game this year i believe it's only i think it's only one game he's pitched so um looked good in that one game but
1: yeah i mean but they they have a good roster and actually they have Oh, no, uh, he pitched
0: two what he pitched two games so far
1: okay they they have i would say if we were talking about iglesias and uh, clase i maybe the other person that belongs in the closer discussion is devin williams mm. uh who is excellent for the brewers um so good that they felt okay trading Josh Hader, who was, who was like the best closer in baseball for a Yeah, that years. worked out it, pretty well. It did. Um, I do think the Rangers are legit, even with DeGrom doing DeGrom shit. Uh, obviously, Marcus Seaman and, and uh, Corey Seager, great. Adoles mm. uh, Garcia, fantastic. I, I, I like the Rangers. Uh, I desperately want the Angels.
0: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I think everybody's kind of rooting for them to be honest although it's been like one of those years where uh already Trout and Otani have had great standout games and losses Yeah. you know what i mean but you know that happens all the time anyways um it's uh and you know Rendon has been playing better no no power so far this year but he's dri- he's driving in runs 14 RBI in a month that's good that's that's like a fucking 85 90 rbi pace you can you can deal with that um brenfro is having a good power year driving in runs and stuff so they've got a they've got a shot i think the al west is pretty We'll we'll see what happens when uh when uh that midget in in houston gets back you know what i mean (laughs) yeah because they've been kind of banged up this year so it's hard to really gauge what's going on in that division at the moment
1: Agreed. That division has is, is been weird and wide open. Other mm. than getting free wins against the A's, it's it's an yeah. interesting situation. And then, like, then the Phillies, like I think they're...
0: Altuve, McCormick, and Brantley have all been hurt most of the year so far. Yeah. And it's like... But Jordan Alvarez is the... He's the one person that I definitely don't want to see in the playoffs in a big moment. I don't know what it is about that dude, but he just fucking hits game-winning home runs.
1: He's And, and like ones that cripple your soul yeah um you know it's weird actually jose abreu has been uh low-key terrible for houston so yeah
0: he has today. that was weird i thought well i mean who knows right he's hitting in a different part of the order it's a new place but he's been in the al central his entire career so you would think he'd be used to hitting there
1: i mean his, he, his he's got a career 131 wrc plus and he is wrc plusing 46 right now Oof. uh that's not good i assume they expected him to be about 80 to 90 points above that uh He's his, his two, on base percentage is 267. He's slugging 264. I mean, yeah, that's God not great. Damn, dude. Uh, so is what that is, I guess. Uh, and then Phillies, I think they're, they're legit. They're going to go on a run at some point. Um, hopefully they don't threaten for the, uh, for the division, but they, I think are much better than their record. In the
0: they are, but they got big problems right now. Uh, Ranger swears has not pitched at all so far this year. um, and taiwan walker who came over from the mets has been fucking terrible i yeah. think he's got like a seven era
1: well walker is another guy like michaelis mm-hmm. or the entire cardinals rotation who is probably getting hurt by the lack of shift because he's not a strikeout guy
0: yeah maybe yeah and and
1: and by the way the not really a strikeout guy don't and have to a, a much worse defense yeah
0: uh, especially on i mean right now alec bohm and Rice Stott are playing the right side of the infield, which is where most of that shit happens. Now they got Trey Turner up the middle, which might be an improvement over uh, uh, Lindor. I don't, I don't know about that to be honest. It's, they, they might be one too like little wash. Maybe
1: um, I think Lindor is probably better defensively, but I'm not mm-hmm. going to say that Trey Turner is a bad defender.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, he's he's got to have better range. He's the fastest white human being I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. Um, but Harper's back now. He's kind of getting into a little groove. Uh, Rob Manfred has decided to fuck with him for some reason. So when he gets there, there is a specific device the orthopedic surgeon made for his, uh, to, for him to put on when he's on base and not swinging a bat. And they're not giving him time to do it for right. some reason. They like, won't. Wow.
1: They won't pause the pitch clock. Like how,
0: if it's only for the first pitch, why can you not do this? Yeah. And, and at most, he's going to get on base. Six times in one game, right? So for you can't delay for ten seconds six times a game for one minute. We can't add one minute right. for that. It's fucking bullshit. And more
1: likely, it's twice a game.
0: More, and almost always, it'll be two or less times a game. Right. So it's like, what the fuck are we even talking about here?
1: And that getting on base includes home runs, so yeah. it's you're probably talking averaging one, one, probably two a game.
0: Yeah, at so most, because he walks, off. he walks a lot too. Yeah, yeah, yeah but he he's knows, he's. Yeah. He's only played two games so far, but he's, you know, three for seven. That's about what you expect out of him. Yeah. Um, you I, know. I,
1: I think they're dangerous. I think and that top of the rotation is all – I mean, Nola Wheeler's that's a nightmare. Now, if Suarez uh, doesn't come back or pitches like shit – They're fucked. They're fucked. I Walker's Walker. That's That was a bad pickup considering the shift situation. But, yeah, uh, he's
0: a guy – like, if the Braves picked him up, I'd be all right with that because the defense is really solid pretty much everywhere on the field. But for a team that – doesn't prioritize defense, it's a weird pickup to yeah. be honest.
1: I mean I guess you think you're gonna need to get it five
0: Yeah, fuck that. Uh, that's all I got for
1: today. Later.